Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm an addict. This is the Just for Today, January 1st. We keep what we have only with vigilance. Basic text, page 60. How do we remain vigilant about our recovery? First, we, first by realizing that we have a disease we will always have, no matter how long we've been clean, no matter how much better our lives have become, no matter what the extent of our spiritual healing, we are still addicts. Our disease waits patiently, ready to spring the trap if we give it the opportunity. Vigilance is daily accomplishments. We strive to be constantly alert and ready to deal with signs of trouble. Not that we should live in irrational fear that something horrible will possess us if we drop our guard for an instant. We just take normal precautions, daily prayer, regular meeting attendance, and choosing not to compromise spiritual principles for the easier way are acts of vigilance. We take inventory as necessary, share with others whenever we are asked, and carefully nurture our recovery. Above all, we stay aware. We have a daily reprieve from our addiction as long as we remain vigilant. Each day, we carry the principles of recovery into all we do. And each night, we thank our higher power for another day clean. Just for today, I will be vigilant, doing everything necessary to guard my recovery. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Brittany S. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Douglas. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really glad you can make it. So, Brittany, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Uh, My clean date is September 16th, 2016. And I attend the meetings in the Baldwin County area of Narcotics Anonymous. My home group is Foley Freedom Group in Foley, Alabama. And we meet every Sunday at 7 and Wednesday at 8. All right, fabulous. Okay, Brittany, let's transition to the Just for Today. Can you share your thoughts on vigilance? Yes, thank you. Um, my name is Brittany. I'm an addict. <clears throat> when I read it, I was, you know, I went to look for the, in the basic text for vigilance. And I was like, no, that's just what I read. It's the same thing I just read. Um, I know I'm an addict. I haven't always known that I was an addict, though, you know, because there's a lot of things that I thought I could control and using was one of them. But, you know, today, and thanks to the Narcotics Anonymous program, I do know that I'm an addict. Um, and with me being vigilant, I just I know that I need meetings. I was very grateful when I first came into the program that I was court ordered. So therefore, the judge told me how many meetings I was going to make it to, and that set a great foundation for me. Um, So early in the recovery, I attended 
<clears throat> excuse me, I attended probably five to six meetings a week, you know, along with my IOP classes. So that was a very strong foundation. And today my meeting attendance is not as, is not as much as it is, but I know that I need meetings. I know that if I don't attend meetings, Brittany gets crazy. You know, my husband will see a different side of me. My kids will see a different side of me. My immediate thought is not to go get high right away, but it's, you know, let's shut down. Let's get crazy. Mm -hmm. Let's let self-hate myself, you know, and that's from lack of a meeting attendance, you know. I can tell when I don't talk to my sponsor because I start having all these crazy thoughts. Like once again, my, my the, the ones closest to me feel the wrath of it. And um, that's just, it's, you know, it's reminders. And I'm, I'm blessed to have came into the Narcotics Anonymous program and was like, okay, Brittany, you are an addict. Like, this is where you need to be. I was welcomed with, <clears throat> with love and hugs. And to, to this day, I, I welcome the newcomers with love and hugs. Um, I'm very involved in service because um, I know that if I don't get involved in, when I got into early, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm struggling. That's um, no, okay. You're fine. When I was early in recovery, I dove in because I didn't know what else to do with myself. You know, I was, I was lost. I'd had no drugs. Mm -hmm. I had all this time in the world. Um, mm -hmm. So I dug into service work and I became a little bit of a junkie. And, you know, I started finding my balance in my home life and, you know, service work. And today I know that NA can work without me. Um, I don't have to do every single thing, but it just keeps me that more, that much more vigilant in my program because I know that, you know, I have a responsibility to NA. I have a responsibility to myself, to the newcomer, because I am an addict. And um, I don't know, I'm just, I'm very grateful for the program of Narcotics Anonymous and the things that it's given me. Now it hasn't came to me, you know, I've had to do the work. I've had to be vigilant, you know, in the, the meeting attendance, the sponsorship, the step work to get these things, but I wouldn't get mm -hmm. the things that I have today without the Narcotics Anonymous program. And that yeah, in itself right. is enough, that in itself is enough to want to be vigilant, you know, if you don't, if you get good things, why not want more, you know, good things and do the little <laughs> bit of work that's required. You know, when we went to, um, when all this COVID-19 stuff started happening and we had to transition into Zoom meetings for a couple months, I it took a toll on my mental, you know what I mean? Because mm. not only do I love the program of Narcotics Anonymous, but I love the fellowship, you know? These people have became my family, my friends, my circle. You know, I, when I got clean, I got rid of all the people, places, and things because I'm scared to go get high. You know, I'm scared. And I, I honestly fear that if I get high, I will die. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, there's, so, there's been so many deaths with COVID that it's scary. You know, people are so young, you know, mothers and fathers dying from this disease of addiction here lately is just it's crazy you know I'm very grateful that I wasn't one of the ones then you know what I mean mm. I'm not going to say that I wasn't one of the ones because lord knows what happens in the future but just for today you know I'm not one of them and I'm very so, grateful for that Brittany I want to yeah. dig into something that you that, that you said because it really started to to like my spirit started to really you know to light up when, when you were talking about this responsibility piece and and with the with the backdrop of this right is is like we get clean and and just by look just by staying clean committing ourselves to this way of life 
it's been my experience that that great things happen like way way much better than we could think of right oh, like like we start definitely. valuing peace and serenity and we become employable and we become a friend like friends would want to have you know all this stuff right like it, it it it's it's a it's a wild ride and there there's some there's some of us you know maybe it's a season maybe it's just how you know for the duration of the, of the recovery process, but there's some that, that, that have that mindset of like, you know, I got what I got and I'm cool. And, and, and really, man, like the old timers really put me on guard against like falling into that. Um, because they said, you know, takers get clean, givers stay clean, you know, choose which one you're going to be and, and get busy with it. And I've always, you know, I've always tried to, to, to be in that spirit of like, Hey, look, let me, let me give, let me. And that's my, how my vigilance, you know, that's how I walk out my vigilance in my program. And so I'd like to ask you with that as the backdrop, can you speak some more to that responsibility piece? And, and, and because I think it's just so important, so, so important. And and I really encourage our listeners to, to just kind of dig into that and say, look, we are set free, man. We, we commit ourselves, we stay clean a day to time, commit ourselves to live in this recovery process out in, in, and there's no dues, no fees. And I understand that for no, no one's saying anything like you don't have to pay dues, pay fee, you know, whatever. But Brittany, could you speak to that responsibility piece? Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm very, I, I believe that, you know, I have a servant's heart anyways, you know, outside of the program. So, you know, why would I not want to help? You know what I mean? Why would I not want someone else to get this to someone else that's feeling that same struggle that I felt the, you know, this, the same person that, you know, their kids don't know their mother or father, you know what I mean? Why would you not want to do that? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I'm very involved in service. Like I, I take a meeting to a women's shelter um, every other week. <clears throat> and, you know, it, I know it helps them, but it also helps me as well. And along with the addicts that go in there with me, you know, because it helps keep us grounded and checked, you know? Um, and I don't know. I just, I, I want to, you know, give so much, you know, because my life has gotten so much better than I ever thought it would be, you know, so much better. I, I'm, I'm living a life today that I didn't, e- I didn't even dream about because my expectations and my self-esteem were so low growing up that I didn't think I deserved any of the things that I have today, you know. Oh, you're telling and, my story. Look, I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, crazy. I, look, yeah. I just mailed off my first mortgage payment, like. And to a normal person, that's no big deal. You know what I mean? But to an addict that grew up the life that I grew up, that is freaking huge to me. You know what I mean? Um, And it's just, it's one of the many things, you know, the NA didn't give me a house, but NA gave me the, you know, the, like you said, the, the ability to be employable, you know? Right. Yeah. The ways Um, and means. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? And I was able to talk to other addicts about the the, pro- the whole process of it, you know, because as addicts, we like to get locked and loaded and obsessed. Well, I know I do. I, that's that's <laughs> one of my defects. You know, I want it now, now, now. Um, and I was able to talk to Alabama other addicts. go through that? Okay. Huh? You people in Alabama go through that too? Yeah. Okay. Who would have right. thought, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in ages, <clears throat> it's such a great program. And, you know, 
I don't know what I would do if I couldn't help the next person. You know what I mean? Whether it be giving them a ride to a meeting, setting up a meeting, um, helping a new meet. Like there's a new meeting um, down the street from where we just moved. It's just getting started. You know, me and my husband both have made it attendance regularly. You know, we announced it in our, you know, our local area meetings, you know, to try to build it up. So the next addict, you know, can find a seat in the door. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. That's exactly right. That's what that's what the old timers did, man. Like there was addicts who were opening the meetings and staying clean, making sure that there was, uh, you know, coffee and a place for me to go when I got clean. And, and and Brittany, you know, I say this often, and and you just make me think about it. Is like, you know, the awakening that you're talking about, this spiritual awakening that you're talk that, that that you've described, and that's exactly what it is. It's the awakening of our spirit it goes from, you know, something that we that we have to do like, you know, like a little checklist that we have to something that we just do, right? You know, like, hey, I, I go to meetings, I sponsor, I talk to my, and then it becomes when the awakening really just just occurs is like, then it becomes something that we get to do. Yep, you know, like, absolutely. man, I get to, I get to sponsor, man. I get to do this. I get to do that. I get to do this. And, and that's the, and that's what you're talking about is like, once we have that, why will we not want to help somebody else get that? Like, that's Absolutely. the question. Like, why wouldn't we want to be a part of serving somebody else? Yes. And like, I've seen a lot of people come in, you know, a lot of newcomers, you know, that come in and, you know, I immediately open my heart to them and, you know, because I want them to get this, you know what I mean? Because it's so much the, the beginning, it can be rough, it can be hard, but right. if you just stay clean, you know, good things will come, you know? And unfortunately, we open our hearts to, you know, the newcomers and not everybody stays, you know what I mean? Not everybody's ready. So I've had to learn a fine balance of, you know, still being there for the newcomer, but also kind of guarding my heart a little bit, if, you know, that makes sense. But not letting that affect the last, the last addict that didn't stay. Don't let, don't hold that against this addict that's walking in the door. Um, but well, I do, NA's I much, NA's better off, man, having people with your, with your heart involved. In yeah. I just want everybody to get clean. <laughs> like, right. Life gets so much better. It does so much better. Even if it's just like you were talking about the peace and serenity, you know, cause we're not guaranteed the materialistic things, but the peace we get, we you know, have the, some peace, right? Yeah. The yeah. love it's it's crazy. And, and how just, about this? How about the desire for peace? Like oh, I yeah. never, I never <laughs> ever thought that I would say, you know what, man, I would, I, I just want a, a nice peaceful, whatever. Like whatever, like really? Yes. Like I still shock myself whenever I feel, you know, get into a season of no, I'm good with just being peaceful right now. So yeah. All right, Brittany, let me ask you this final question. We're gonna wrap up the episode. Uh, you know, with, with with your four cakes that you have now and in this experience, if you could sit down with Brittany S yes, with a day clean or a week clean, can you share with us what you would say to her? Ah uh, yes. Um, I've thought about this question like every day for the past seven months. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I would tell her, you know, to hang on. Great things are coming and you deserve the things that are coming. Um, and love yourself. Allow yourself to receive the gifts that are coming to you. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm-hmm.